The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome. You've entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. Do you believe your soulmate is out there? Are you ready to meet your soulmate today, right now? If your soulmate had the ability to observe your life right now, would you be proud of what he or she would see? Today I have with me Ariel Ford, who has spent the last 25 years living and promoting consciousness through all forms of media. She's one of the founding partners of Spiritual Cinema Circle, a DVD club dedicated to providing movies about love and compassion. She's also the author of seven books, including Hot Chocolate for the Mystical Soul series, and her latest book, The Soulmate Secret, Manifest the Love of Your Life with the Law of Attraction. She's here as living proof that this works, and I'm excited to share this with you because so much of what she speaks about is what so many need to implement in their lives to find that true soulmate. Ariel, welcome to 1111 Talk Radio. Thanks. It's good to talk to you. Great to have you here. And I think the first question that a lot of people might have is, what is a soulmate and is there only one for us out there? (laughs) Well, for me, a soulmate is somebody that you can completely be yourself with somebody that you love unconditionally and they love un- they love you unconditionally and when you look into their eyes you have the experience of being at home and to answer your question yes you get more than one soulmate in a lifetime i don't know who started this terrible rumor that you only get one big love in your life but it's not true well, and when you find that one does that mean that there's going to be no tips or no little uh <laughs> if only. <laughs> no, being with your soulmate doesn't give you a free pass to, you know, having to be in a real relationship and deal with each other's issues. In fact, that's part of what a soulmate does for you is is become a mirror so that you can grow and become a better person. So, yes, there will from time to time be issues to deal with, like in all relationships. But the difference when you're doing it with your soulmate is that you have a deeper commitment to the relationship than you do to being right. Well, and you've had such success in your life, just career-wise, from a social perspective. You've worked with so many wonderful people like Deepak Chopra and Neil Donald Walsh and Jack Canfield in supporting them in achieving great success in their careers. So it's very interesting that you took the same concepts that you had in your career life and you applied them to your love life. Yes, and they work just as well. I was really fortunate in the mid-1980s to begin learning a variety of manifestation tools and techniques and prayers and rituals. 
And I did use them with great success in my business for a long time. And then when I was 44, I suddenly realized, you know, I'm still single. I've never gotten married. And I thought, well, let me apply all these manifestation tools to my love life and see if they'll work. And really, to my great surprise and delight, they all worked really well. And within six months, I manifested somebody who actually exceeded all of my dreams, and we just celebrated our 11th wedding anniversary. Oh, congratulations. That's wonderful. You know I love that number 11. It's just kind of... Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> right, of course you do. It's such a meaningful number. So much about love can be a challenge for people, and there are, are many, many wonderful processes and rituals as you go through this book. I, I have to urge listeners to get out there, whether you have already found your soulmate or not. I think a lot of this is truly about mind training and about learning to love yourself. Yes, loving yourself is absolutely critical to the whole formula. And, you know, what we try to do in The Soulmate Secret is first get to forgiveness, forgiving yourself and forgiving those that you feel have harmed you. Because before you want to use these very, very powerful tools and rituals to manifest big love, you first need to forgive the past and fall in love with yourself. You know, if you don't love you, how can you expect somebody else to love you? And I don't mean you have to be the most confident person that ever lived and be madly in love with yourself 24-7. You know, we're all human. But you do have to get to a place where you do love, admire, and respect yourself most of the time. And by not taking the time to consciously look at our past and look at the relationships we've had, we carry that forward with us. Is that like baggage? Is that something that subconsciously we don't realize we're bringing elements into new relationships with? Yes, it's all of that. And um, I just had this thought. It slipped out of my head. You know, the law of attraction says we bring to us the people, places, and experiences that match our state of being. So if we're in a desperate, needy, insecure place, what kind of people do you're gonna, do you think you'll bring to, to yourself? So you really need to find the parts of you that are so lovable. And we do that in the Soulmate Secret. We have processes for that. Because if you're desiring to have more love in your life, that tells me that you're somebody who is deserving of love. And if you're not ready for a soulmate today, and you may not be for various circumstances, you can have more love in your life right now. And the best way to do it is by giving love to the people that are with you right now, your friends, family, coworkers, neighbors. Um, there's a great line in A Course in Miracles that I just love, and it says, the only thing that can be lacking in any situation is that which you are not giving. Mm. Because when we are giving it out, in a sense, we are receiving the experience of it. Yes. And can you imagine how much more attractive are you when you're giving love to others as opposed to bemoaning the fact that you're all alone? Now, for someone like you that has lived the 25 years promoting consciousness and has been surrounded by people like this, and how did you begin to even understand this path in your career life? Because that's a huge step that a lot of people don't have. You know, the first thing that happened was I had moved to Los Angeles in 1984. I didn't have any money. I didn't have any friends. I didn't have a place to live. I just had a lot of energy. And 
and a few different manifestation tools that I knew. So since I had so much free time, I started practicing manifesting these things. I manifested a place to live. I manifested a job. I manifested friends. And that gave me the confidence to go on and try bigger things. You know, it's, it's you know, baby steps. So if, let's say, you want to begin doing this, buy my book. It's called The Soulmate Secret. You can get it on Amazon for $16.31. And then manifest a parking space. You know, manifest having somebody call you. Start small. Build it like a muscle. See that you can actually impact your future, that you do have some power and control over your life. Because there are a lot of people who've never done this before, and they don't realize just how powerful they really are. And one of the powerful tools that you talk about in The Soulmate Secret is treasure mapping. And whether they're starting off utilizing that for their soulmate or they're starting off utilizing that for career or social uh, or another arena of life, talk a little bit about how powerful treasure mapping can be. You know, I'm sitting in my office right now, and I have three treasure maps that I'm looking at. (laughs) I I wouldn't live without them, and I've got probably a dozen in the garage behind me. Treasure mapping is about creating a visual a visual perspective of the future that you're creating. So you get a piece of poster board, you cut out photos, images, words, graphics from magazines, and collage them onto the poster board so that you have a daily reminder of what it is that you're creating. And then you spend some time each day imagining what it feels like to be living this life that you've projected onto this board. And it doesn't take a lot of time. And I had one friend who did this. Uh, He had read my book, and he didn't believe in most of this stuff. He thought it was all a bunch of mumbo-jumbo, but he liked the idea of creating a treasure map. So he made a treasure map of what his life with his soulmate would be like. And because he travels all the time, he couldn't take it with him. So he took a photograph of it, and he made it the wallpaper for his laptop. So every day when he opened up his, his laptop, he would see his treasure map. And within three weeks, he met a flight attendant. Of course he did because he travels all the time. And they are now engaged. And when I met his fiance, I said to her, when did you know that Sean was the one for you? And she said to me, on our second date, he shared with me his treasure map. And when I saw the images of what he wanted his future to look like, I knew he was the one for me. Wow, and that's really where the wealth of this information comes into play. It's, it's for those people that don't believe in it. When they actually try it and see that it works, that's that's really the true wealth of Yeah, of that happened with my mother-in-law. My 80-year-old mother-in-law, Peggy, had been married for 55 years. She'd been a widow for five years. And, you know, one day she called and said she was ready for a relationship, and we talked about the power of intention and about making a soulmate wish list. And she was interested, but it was all kind of foreign to her. And then three weeks later, she called me up and she said, I've got a date. And I said, what do you mean you've got a date? She goes, well, remember you told me to trust my intuition? I said, yes. She said, well, I had my real estate agent over here the other day, and she's 35 years younger than me, and I shared. I, my intuition told me to share with her my desire to find romance. And she got me onto Match.com, and there were three men in my category, in the over 80 category. And I went to lunch with one of them today, and we had a great time, and we have another date tomorrow night. And this was three years ago. 
For the last two and a half years, they've been living together. They're madly in love. They couldn't be happier. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. I I would like for people to understand, though, in regard to the law of attraction, because I think a lot of people look at that and say, okay, I want this, I want that, and but it's not showing up for me. Why is it not showing up for me? It's more than just asking for it. It goes a little bit deeper. It goes into feeling. And I'm going to have you answer this uh, after the break, but to go into some of the different levels that it attaches uh, or, or is necessary to integrate into the body to achieve that law of attraction. Yes. I am here with Ariel Ford. She's a woman that has launched the careers of Deepak Chopra, Neil Donald Walsh, and Jack Canfield. She's had an amazing career, a great spiritual life, but was lacking the kind of love she had always dreamed. So at age 44, she decided to seriously take her journey and find that love. Through this process, she has created a book called The Soulmate Secret, and you can go to her website at soulmatesecret.com. Join me right back in a few minutes, and we will speak a little more to Ariel Ford. Your online community for positive change. Seventh Wave Network. We all want peace. We all desire a more meaningful life. We work hard to achieve these things, but at what avail? The key is authentic living with Andrea Matthews. Andrea will interview some of the great spiritual experts of today and will provide wisdom to help you raise your consciousness to the level of your own I am. Your authenticity can give you miraculous gifts, but you have to know how to get there. Listen for Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Heard live every Wednesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Mom? Dad? How long should I wait for you? Mom? If I'm at soccer practice, what if something happens? Will you come get me? There's no reason not to have a plan in case of a terrorist attack. Mom, if you're not home, should we go to the neighbor's house? And some extremely good reasons why you should. Can you tell me? Everybody should have a plan. Take five minutes to talk about where you'll meet and how you'll get in touch with each other in an emergency. For other things you can do to be prepared, visit www.ready.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security and the Ad Council. The new home for visionary positive change. Seventh Wave Network. listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5795. Again, 1-866-472-5795. 
You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Is your home ready to receive your soulmate? Have you made a list of the top 10 qualities you would like in a soulmate? Do you regularly exhibit the qualities you believe your soulmate would find attractive? I am here with Ariel Ford, author of The Soulmate Secret, and she reveals how to use the law of attraction to bring love into your life. It turns out finding true love is possible at any age if you're willing to prepare yourself spiritually, mentally, and physically to become a magnet for love. Ariel, we were talking before the break about the law of attraction and how it's not just about words or not just about saying, I want this. It has to go deeper and integrate fully into the body. Can you talk a little bit about the different levels that this has to be integrated and how that works? Yes, definitely. So what's really important is is two things, the feeling behind the intention and really believing and knowing in every cell of your body that what you're asking for is already yours, which is the other piece of it. It's not about saying, I want something in the future. It's about being grateful in the moment that it's already yours on some level, even though you can't see it. And there's a great example of this. I don't know if you saw the film Conversations with God, but in, in the movie there's this scene where the character Neil is yelling at God, and he's saying, I just want my life back. And God says to him, you can't have anything that you want. And what that means is that when we're in the state of wanting, all we get is more wanting. And we need to move to a state of gratitude. And I'm so grateful for the life I have right now. I'm so grateful for the love that's already in my life. And what's hard for a lot of people that this is new to is, is understanding this. So I have a little process that can help you get back in touch with the feelings of love and appreciation and gratitude. And this is a little process that comes from the fabulous people at the Institute of Heart Math. And it's called a heart lock-in. So would, would you like to do this? It only takes three minutes. I think that would be wonderful. And, and I, just to reiterate before you get started, so we have to be in that place of gratitude for what we have. It's not about the wanting. And there has to be a belief that this has already existed. Yeah. that to take place, the heart must be open. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I so think, so I think it, should it, go into the process. And so for those of you that are in, open. are not driving, don't do this if you're driving. <laughs> uh, but you can listen in and just find, you know, get comfortable in your seat. Just sit back, take a long, slow, deep breath. Let your shoulders drop away from your ears. If you're all tensed up. Settle into your chair with your eyes closed. I want to tell you right now, there's no wrong way to do this. Take another slow, deep breath and gently put your attention on the area around your heart. Just lightly put your attention in the middle of your chest and take another long, slow, deep breath. Just relax. This is easy. I promise you'll feel good in the next seconds. And as you have your attention on the area around your heart, I want you to remember a time when you had the feeling of love, appreciation, or gratitude. And it could be from something that happened today or yesterday or 20 years ago. Just pull up a memory, any memory that is either about love, appreciation, or gratitude. And 
as you hold that memory, put that memory into your heart and keep your attention on the area around your heart. As I said earlier, there's no wrong way to do this. And if you haven't yet found a memory of love or appreciation, I want you to remember a time when you looked into the eyes of a baby or child or even a beloved pet where there was just this moment of love or gratitude for each other. And make that your memory. And as you hold that memory in the area around your heart, start to remember and look and feel how, that, how this feels in your body. As you're holding this memory of love and appreciation, how do your arms feel? How does your body feel? Be very gentle. Continue to breathe in as you notice the good feelings around the memory of love and appreciation. And this is the place from which we manifest more love and more gratitude and more appreciation. And in the Soulmate Secret, I call these feelingizations. And you can download them for free on my website. I'll tell you how in a minute. And each day, take a moment to go into your heart, to open your heart, to relive, re-experience these feelings of love. And then from this place, you will manifest more love. Now take one last slow, deep breath. Remember these feelings of love and appreciation. And when you're ready, gently open your eyes. So how did that feel for you? That was wonderful, Ariel. And and the one thing that I got from it is... It's allowing oneself time to connect to oneself, to experience love within oneself, and that vibrating outwardly is really what's going to draw something in that matches it. Right. It becomes your heart is a magnet, and you're magnetizing in more love. And when you can tap into past love, it gives you more confidence to know that there's more love coming to you. And one of the things I like to remind people of is, If you believe there's enough air for you to breathe, and if you believe there's enough clean water for you to drink, and if you're in a Western country, that's certainly true today, then it's not much of a leap to believe that there's enough love for you in the world. And yes, we've all been wounded and we've all been hurt, and some days it feels like, you know, the sky is falling. But you have the choice to alter those thoughts and to choose new thoughts and to choose to believe that you've been loved before, you are loved now, there are people in the world today who love you, and there's more love on the way to you. So as we bring in these more loving feelings into our heart and we allow that to expand and we change our thoughts to a place that allow for more love, that part of the process that is about the forgiveness or looking back on the old hurts and releasing them, how does that serve us to go back to those places? Well, you need to let go of the past. I mean, my sister, Debbie Ford, who's a best-selling author, has a very graphic way of describing this. She says, you never want to put ice cream on top of poop. 
<laughs> so if you're going to begin manifesting a soulmate, you want to start from a clean place. You don't want to start with having all kinds of psychic and emotional and energetic ties and resentments to your past loves. So you first want to forgive them and let go of them. And, you know, if we had three hours, I could take you through all the processes, but they're all in the soulmate secret to let go. And then once you let go, or at least begin to let go, then you can begin the process of manifesting. And if you'd like, we can go through several steps of what that involves. Because people in past relationships, either we create the cords that bind us to them or they create the cords. And until those cords are allowed to be released, it's a challenge to move forward and have a healthy relationship. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, one of the things I want to remind people of is, like, when your computer breaks, what do you do? call someone to fix it. Exactly. You call it the computer tech person, right? That's, that's what we all do because we know that we don't know how to fix the broken computer. So if you know that you are wounded, have a history of past relationships that don't work, and you've tried to fix it yourself and it hasn't worked, then I would really urge you to find someone to help you. Find a therapist. Find a coach. Read my book and others like it. Go to a workshop. Do something proactive to help you let go of the past so you can begin creating the future. And you talked about certain steps, um, particularly for, for women or men that have experienced betrayal or that perhaps are in love with someone that just is not coming into their experience. Right, and here's what you do, because that's, that's such a common thing for people where they're still in love with an ex. So what you can do with somebody you're still in love with is use your imagination and find a special corner in your heart to place them there. You don't need to stop loving them. You need to stop obsessing about them. You need to get real that for whatever reason... It wasn't meant to be to be with them in this lifetime and that it's time for you to move on and find the person who will cherish and worship and adore you. So you don't have to stop loving them, but you do need to stop obsessing about them. And then you can move forward and love everybody that was in your past, even the people that hurt you, because for whatever karmic reasons, that stuff happened. It made you who you are today. It made you more appreciative of big love when you find it. So you don't have to make any of it wrong. You just need to be able to move forward. That's really a powerful distinction because I think a lot of people don't realize that what they're doing is not necessarily love. It may be obsessing. It may actually be that they're, they're so focused on the person they've forgotten what it was they were really searching for. That's it. I am with Arielle Ford today. She's the author of The Soul Make Secret. And it is a book that really speaks to how the law of attraction can bring love into your life. You can go to her website at soulmatesecret.com and answer some of the questions that you might have in regard to love as you start to begin the process to finding your soulmate. There are wonderful processes that help you to teach and feel in every cell of your being to have the outcome that you desire. Join me in just a few minutes and we'll speak a little bit more to Ariel Ford. Be Extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 
People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today, www.1111mag.com. 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Are you looking for Life's Balance? Look no further than 7th Wave Network. We're bringing you Life's Balance with Shaman M. Let Melody McBride take you on a unique listening experience. You'll explore the world of alternative health. Learn about the many facets of healing. Preventative lifestyles from children to seniors will be discussed on the show. Listen for Life's Balance with Shaman M. Broadcast live every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. It's the healthy side of life. Let peace and balance be yours. The results indicate your child has neuroblastoma. There's evidence of metastasis. We need to schedule a bone we'll need to perform a surgical Urinary biopsy. After you hear your child has cancer, chances are you don't hear anything else. CureSearch.org connects you to the most comprehensive research and advice on childhood cancer and to other families who know exactly what you're going through. CureSearch.org. You're not as alone as you feel. Brought to you by CureSearch and the Ad Council. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll free at 1 866 472 5795. Again, 1 866 472 5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Have you ever wondered what it takes to find the love of your life? Is it your dream to find a life partner who will love, cherish, and adore you? The Soulmate Secret will show you how to take control of your romantic destiny by using the law of attraction. Author Ariel Ford is with us today, and she's speaking about some of the many processes and tools and concepts that are in The Soulmate Secret. We left uh, the last segment talking about clearing up issues or thoughts about old relationships, and that, in a sense, is kind of like clearing the space within the body. What about clearing our exterior space, our home, our environment? Yes, that is so important. So there's a whole section about feng shui and getting rid of the energy in your home from past love. So, of course, the first thing you want to do is get rid of clutter and get rid of pictures and mementos of your exes. You don't need to have those around the house. If you want to bring new love in, you need to make space for it on every level. So one of the things I recommend is making space in your closet, literal physical space, at least six inches of empty space so that you're saying to the universe, I have room in my life for somebody to join me. And even if you're certain you're never going to live in your current home with your soulmate, it's important to do this. 
You also want to empty at least one drawer in your dresser and make sure the nightstand on their side of the bed is totally empty and ready for them. If you are recently divorced or having lived with somebody else, if you can afford to, buy a new bed. At the very least, buy new sheets. And then the other thing that you can do is get their energy out of your home. Now, you can hire a professional feng shui master to do this or energy worker to do this, or you can do it yourself. There's the Native American technique of smudging, which you can do, which we describe, or you can look it up online. Or the fastest, easiest way to do it is on a nice sunny day, open all the doors and windows, get out a broom, and symbolically sweep their energy out the front door and out the back door. And again, although it definitely is working energetically, this in a sense is also helping the mind to understand that we're now going in a different direction. We're desiring something new, and we're readying the mind, body, and spirit for a different experience. Absolutely. That's exactly what it does. And you use the term feathering the nest. Yeah. So, is it feathering the nest, or is that something different? No, that is feathering the nest. So the other part of feathering the nest is, is really if I said to you, I guarantee that within 48 hours your soulmate is going to ring your doorbell, are you feeling excited because you're ready, or are you in a panic because you're nowhere near ready? <laughs> sure, so, sure. Yes, it depends. You know, I had one guy say, well, I'd be ready as soon as I refill my prescription for Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> one of my great teachers, one of her primary comments was that you must be ready, willing, and able for something to occur in your life. And that's basically what you're saying as well, that you get ready. You have to be willing for this to show up in any second, and you have to be able to move forward as it shows up. Absolutely. So, you know, if you're thinking, oh, I'm going to get the screen on the back door fixed and I'm going to buy some fresh flowers and I'm going to paint this and mend that, do it now. You need to be really ready. Uh, and, and by getting ready, you're sending a strong, clear message out there that I am ready. You're putting out the cosmic welcome mat. So that's one of the things I mean by feather, feathering the nest. Um, the other piece of it is what I call living as if. And this is a really important part of the puzzle because when you're living as if, you are waking up knowing that you're and being in gratitude for the fact that your soulmate's on the way. You know this, you believe it, you trust it, and your behavior sends this message. And what I mean by this is, you know, if, if I said, again, for sure, your soulmate's coming in 48 hours, you would probably stand a little taller, you'd smile a lot more, you'd be living life with more zest and enthusiasm, you would be buying greeting cards that you're going to give them someday, buying tickets to concerts and, and theater coming up in the future. You'd be doing all kinds of things. So when you're living as if, you really are living with the belief that you know this person's on the way and you are so ready for them. And if you have an individual that um, has done all of these things that you've said and now they're in that process of living as if and it's been a month and that soulmate has not shown up, when that moment comes where that negative self-talk starts to show up and says, this isn't really going to work and they're never going to show up, what is the best thing that they can do? <laughs> oh, the best thing to do is get out your egg timer, set it for five minutes, and then I want to... I want you to spend five minutes feeling as bad and as negative and cynical as you possibly can. I want you to have a pity party of the highest order. 
it doesn't work, it's never going to work, nobody loves me, nobody's ever going to love me, I want you to just go down that hole to the darkest, deepest place. And I promise you, if you put your full attention on it, you probably won't get 90 seconds into it and you'll start laughing at yourself and it'll be over. Uh, and, And the reason I want you to do this is because if it's just this lurking feeling and you keep pushing it away, it's never really going to go away. But if you shine a bright light on it, if you put all your attention on the worst possible scenario, you can dissipate it quickly and let it go. And then do a feelingization. Go back into your heart. Remember what it feels like to feel that love. You know, and start giving what you're asking for to somebody else. Does that make sense? And thank you for that, Ariel, because I think so often people think, I've got to stay positive, I've got to stay positive, I can't let myself think those thoughts that want to come. But there does come a point where you do have to allow those to kind of come up and be recognized and then realize, like you said, that it's something that you want to laugh at or that you need to just allow to be purged and then go back to that feelingization place. Yeah, and we all go there. I mean, we all have doubts all the time. You know, it doesn't matter... How good you are at doing something, doubt creeps in. It's just the nature of hum- you know us, us as human beings. You know, I often say to my sister, you know, who's a master at this stuff, where if she's you know going off on something, I'd say, well, what would Debbie Ford say about this? You know, <laughs> it just snaps her right out of it. Or I do it to myself. It's like, well, you know, really, what would I share with somebody else if I was having these thoughts? It's like. Oh, I'd go for a walk or I'd take a bath or I'd set the egg timer, you know, so I could snap myself out of it. So that's, you know, you have to be responsible for your thoughts. And let me ask you one question. When you were going through this process and you were magnetizing the soulmate to you, was he doing the same thing or did it it require him to? No, he wasn't. He wasn't at all. Um, He was in the process of getting out of a relationship that wasn't working and what happened for Brian is he, three weeks before we met, he started to have a, a, the same dream every night. And in the dream, he would see this woman coming towards him. And he couldn't see my face, but he knew there was a woman on the way. And the night before we met, he saw me. He saw my face. So the, the moment we met, he recognized me. And I had had dreams about him. I didn't ever see him in my dreams, but I had clues about him. So we recognized each other instantly, and we were engaged three weeks after we met. Wow. And that intuitive place, do you think it was tapped into more easily because both of your hearts were at a place where they were more open? Oh, I definitely think so. I mean, you know, I was consciously manifesting, and even though Brian wasn't consciously manifesting, he he was in a very open-hearted place. and. And he had also gotten clear about the kind of relationship he wanted because he was getting out of a relationship that wasn't that. And that's a big part of it. You do have to get clear on what you want. And there's a section in The Soulmate Secret where you talk about making a list and also the compromises and deal breakers. Speak a little bit about that because people don't realize sometimes when they wish for something, they might get exactly what they were looking for or not based on what they've got on that list. Yes, you need to be really, really specific. So I ask people to make a soulmate wish list that has the traits and qualities of this person that you want to manifest but also a description of the lifestyle you're going to lead. And I believe everybody's list, the first two items need to be the same. So the number one item on your list is I desire to manifest 
you know, a man or a woman, whatever you're asking for, gay or straight, doesn't matter, somebody who is open, willing, available, and ready for a deeply committed, long-term monogamous relationship or marriage, depending on what you want. So number one, number one on everybody's list should be the same. And number two is about geography. You know, if you live in Asheville and you want to spend the rest of your life there, then you want somebody who lives in or near Asheville and is ready or would move there. You know, I lived in San Diego, so I wanted somebody who already lived in San Diego or would be willing to move here. And Brian did move here. He lived in Portland, Oregon. And I put that in as part of the mix because I had two different friends who had soulmate wish lists, but they didn't have this on there. And one of them lived in... um, Ohio, and she met her soulmate, but he lived in Sydney, Australia, and they could never make it work. And another one, you know, same thing. They lived too far away, and neither one of them could move because they both had kids. So you want to be that specific. Then you want to get to the traits and the qualities and the description of the lifestyle. So, you know, I'm somebody I like to hike and bike and walk and do lots of things. So I knew I wanted somebody who was athletic and interested in exotic travel and loved cats. Why? Because I've always had cats. I'll always have cats. And my previous boyfriend had been allergic to cats. So those are the kinds of things you want to put on your list so that you don't end up with somebody who's nine out of ten items, but the tenth item is a deal breaker. And there's a really powerful chapter on this, uh, and and there's actually a section called God is in the Details where the questions are outlined to be a wonderful guide for anyone that is in search of their soulmate. You also have a section that's talking about releasing the expectations. So once we have all these details, do we then release the expectation that it's going to happen? Yes, you want to let go of it. So if you've ever planted flowers or vegetables, you know what you do. You take the seeds. You dig a little hole in the dirt, you put the seed in, you put in some fertilizer, add some water, and then you trust that Mother Nature is going to do her job, right? You don't go out at 3 in the morning and pull on the little leaves and say, grow faster, grow faster. So it's like that when you're letting your intention go to the universe, you trust that it's coming to you. There's, it's not your job to know how or when or where you're going to meet your soulmate. It is your job to trust that you've done your best to put a clear intention into the universe, and now you're going to savor the waiting. You're going to love your life. You're going to put more love into the universe and enjoy every moment you have of being single until the the divine moment comes and it's your time to meet your soulmate. Manifest the love of your life with the law of attraction. It takes a few simple steps to have that soulmate show up in your life. That very first step might be going out and getting the soulmate secret authored by Ariel Ford. Come right back in a few minutes and we will speak a little bit more about the soulmate secret. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. Seventh Wave Network. Just what is Skills USA? Skills USA specifically prepares you for the workforce. Skills USA empowers students to connect with a network of people. Skills USA allows students to connect with business and industry, to manage their education, and to really get a feel of the real world. Find out more on the web at skillsusa.org. 
Experience higher love, an archangelic journey into ascended joy and authentic living. Your hosts, Sri Ram Ka and Kira Ra, will assist you to open your heart, expand your love, and be ever-present with true joy. Your journey with Sri and Kira begins right here on the 7th Wave Network with Higher Love, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Have you seen 1111? Do you wonder why certain numbers keep showing up in your life? 11, 111, 22, 33, 444. People all over the world are seeing 1111 and learning the language of universal communication. Subscribe to 1111 Magazine today. www.1111mag.com 1111 Magazine is a bi-monthly print publication that offers a rich, multi-sensory experience. As you engage with experts and topics of consciousness, become enlightened, empowered, and energized so you live a passionate and authentic life of conscious choices. 1111 Magazine, a daily staple for lifting the mindset, discovering the heart, and stepping into conscious living. 1111 Magazine. Order now at www.1111mag.com. 1111mag.com. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. You are listening to 1111 Talk Radio. If you'd like to join today's discussion, please call in toll free at 1 866 472 5795. Again, 1 866 472 5795. You may also send an email to info at believesc.com. Now back to 1111 Talk Radio with Simran Singh. Ariel Ford has been living and promoting consciousness for 25 years in all forms of media. She's a founding partner of Spiritual Cinema Circle and has written countless books, some of which include Hot Chocolate for the Mystical Soul and her latest, The Soulmate Secret, Manifest the Love of Your Life with the Law of Attraction. We're speaking with her today on the processes of how to get to that place. And one of the very next places, Ariel, is to savor the waiting, to actually be all right as we're living as is and just savor that place. You know, that's really all there is to do at that point. You know, make a clear intention. (coughs) Excuse me, hold your intention. And then really savor the waiting. Start to really love and appreciate this time as a single person because it, it could end tomorrow and I promise you as much as you love being at your soulmate, there will be days when you miss the freedom that you had as a single person. And, you know, it may only be moments, but it's a really special time. It's like, you know, when you're pregnant and you're waiting for the anticipation of the birth of the baby, there's a lot to enjoy about the process of, of feeling the pregnancy, Right. So it's the same thing. You're you're pregnant with the ideas of a new life. And you speak a bit about romancing the self during this time of, of waiting to really get connected to one's own self and, and take them out and do different things. Is that part of falling in love with the self so that you can attract someone that loves you as deeply? Yes, absolutely. I mean, start treating you as you would want a lover to treat you, you know, Start dressing as if the lover were already there, you know. So you may choose if you've been 
sleeping in ratty old T-shirts with holes in it, maybe you're going to give those up and, you know, start wearing beautiful things. Start taking those long, luxurious baths. Buy yourself fresh flowers. You know, don't overschedule yourself to the, you know, to the last second. Build in some wiggle room into your schedule where you could actually take a seven-minute walk break in the middle of the day to smell some flowers and breathe deeply and nurture your own soul. All of those will continue to send messages that, that you're ready for, for more deeper love in your life. And so much of that sounds like really building a sense of worthiness to have all of this. That, you know, you should be doing this interview. <laughs> Absolutely, that's really what it is. It's, you know, sometimes I call it, it's really about spirituality through the back door. It is. It's about, you know, if you're not going to worship you, who will? You know, so, so all this love that's bottled up inside of you that you're sort of holding on to and waiting to shower upon your beloved when they arrive, I'm saying take the cork out of the bottle now and give it to you. And I was talking to Dr. Christian Northrup about this one day, and she said the cutest thing. She said, every time I walk past the mirror, I blow myself a kiss. Hmm. Yeah, well, I, I, I think that's so true. You know, there's not enough times that we actually stop in front of the mirror and look into our own eyes and say, I love you. I, I love the fact that you're here with me. I love who you have been, we have to cherish that. Yes. It's so important and it's so easy. And if if you look in the mirror and you're not feeling love and compassion for yourself, then get a coach or a therapist. Get somebody to help you through this. It does, it's not a lifetime commitment. You might be able to work it out in three sessions, but you need to be able to look into your own eyes and say, I love you. Most definitely. And... You talk about big love, and just the, the wording of that, I actually, I just love. I love the way it sounds, but what does that mean? You know, big love is when you get the whole package. You love yourself. You found your soulmate. You love them. Together you're giving more love into the world. That, for me, is big love. When, when the union of the two of you together is shining more light on the planet, when people just can't wait to be around you because you are the embodiment of big love, that's exactly what it is. And for that big love to happen, it sounds as if the personal love first has to come and then you share that with someone else and then it becomes more of a social love where you want to be a little more in service. And, and you, of, of all people, as I've researched you and I've looked at some of the things you've done, you really have allowed that social service part to come out in some of the things that you've partnered in and many of the people that you've supported in getting their messages out there. How do you step then from the personal to the couple to that social service love? You know, it's really so easy. You know, it's just about the choices that we make, you know, and you can be in service, you know, right now. You don't need to wait for your soulmate to appear. There, there are so many people that could use more love in their life. It doesn't have to be a, a big, giant commitment to an organization, although certainly if you, if you can make the time to do that, that would be great. But there could be a child, a neighbor, a coworker, somebody to whom a few kind words from you, uh, taking them to the movies, doing them a favor, giving them a ride somewhere, 
just sitting quietly and listening and asking questions about their life and hearing their stories and just being a witness to their life could mean so much to somebody. It could probably save their life. I'll tell you a very brief story. My friend David Wagner owns 17 hair salons in Minnesota. And one day, one of his regular customers suddenly came in out of nowhere and said she wanted her hair washed and blown out. So he did what he always did. He gave her a great scalp massage. He chatted her up. He was very friendly and loving and attentive. And she went on her way, and he didn't think another thing of it. Two days later, he got a letter from her, and the letter said, the reason I came in the other night to get my hair done was I was planning to kill myself, and I wanted to look good for the funeral. But you were so kind to me that I decided to check myself into a hospital instead, and that's why I'm alive today. Wow, and that's just it. We never know how we are the healing or the blessing for someone else, and in turn, that becomes a healing and a blessing for ourselves. Right, and it's just about making a choice. Do I want to feel miserable? Yes, give yourself five minutes to feel miserable. And then, you know, the next person you see, give them a compliment. Give them a hug. How could you make their day a little better? And when you're putting that kind of energy out there, it is going to come right back at you. That's, that's wonderful. There's an IQ test that is at the very beginning of the Soulmate Secret, and it's a wonderful gauge to let you see where you are in your own process. Ariel, there's the very last question that I want to review with you, and that is, are you at peace with the possibility you may never meet your soulmate? And that would probably be a fear for a lot of people. Yes, and the strange thing is is that when you, when you can say yes to that question, when you can get to the place where my life is so great that even if for some reason I don't meet my soulmate, I'm going to continue to have a great life, then you are minutes away from meeting your soulmate. And I can't tell you how to get to that place. I can just tell you that from my experience, my personal experience and that of watching other people, that when they get there, that's when I know they're about to meet the one. That's awesome. Ariel, I want to thank you for being on 1111 Talk Radio today. It has been a wealth of information, and I urge all of our listeners to go out and order The Soulmate Secret for yourself. You can also connect to Ariel at soulmatesecret.com and discover more about what she's doing and more about how to find your soulmate. Next week, my guest is Jai Atoll. We're going to talk about his new release, Underlove, and also his own journey through pain to finding self-love and worth. Join me next week again on 1111 Talk Radio. I'm Simran, and I'll speak to you then. Thank you for stepping into the doorway of conscious choice with 1111 Talk Radio. Please join host Simran Singh again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for another enlightening edition here on the 7th Wave Network. Remember, shift happens. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.